And then as you pull Graham out, you hear this scream from behind you and you see that Lee has been engulfed by three of these horrendous maggot things. And if you've seen King Kong, where there's this, this is like maggot combat, where like one's over his arm, like it's completely engulfed his arm. One is on his side and there's, um, and he, but he's battling it. And then one basically just completely engulfs his head and the iris shuts, blocking him from sight. Okay. Um, oh my god. Well, I'm getting Graham off and I'm trying to like wipe off whatever I can like, <laughs> from my eyes and face, just trying to. So, just to clarify, is the, the object that we stole from the Dwarven Temple in Mirabar, that's not. There. Not, hmm? not there. Not there. No sign of it. No sign of it. Oh dear. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, not my biggest concern, but <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, a bit of, just, just just bit of checking. Just that's point of order. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm like, Graham, Graham, are you okay? Are you, are you fine? I mean, I think I'm fine. It's just very gross. And what happened? This is disgusting. This is absolutely the most disgusting this thing. This is absolutely disgusting. No, ten I don't out of ten. I want the black agree. stuff in or out. Is it part of me? I don't. I don't. I don't. No, no. So. I have no idea. I noticed Lee, like the Irish shirts and I said, so yeah, Lee's being eaten by maggots back there. So perhaps we should go take a look. Uh. I mean, yeah, but he also did kind of betray us, so maybe we should let him fight the... I don't really know what the good call here is. Uh, Are there any other, like, exits or windows out of this room, or is it just that weird sphincter door that we're looking at? Well, now that the sphincter door has... So glad you said what it is. ...has closed, it's actually quite hard to see. So as you kind of look around the room, which is lit by the kind of eerie red light from these sort of numerous globules, these pods that are around, although none of them seem to be filled other than the three you were in. Do you want to give me a perception or do you want to start struggling and Graham, do you want to the second one afterwards? Sure. Um, I'll go ahead and I'll grasp the amulet around my uh, neck and cast a light just to really brighten things up in here. Um, and then I will go ahead and do that perception check. Uh, I'm freaking out! <laughs> so I only got a four. <laughs> so that'll be a hot six. And Graham? So this room is really chitinous. It's like these kind of bony growths are covering the walls. And although you can see the whole way across the room, they kind of go in these kind of arcs all the way around, sort of partly blocking your sight, almost like these kind of pillars that are holding up the roof. But as you get close to one, you realize that they're covering up something else. Now, with obviously the two failed perceptions, you can't get any detail, but they are growing onto what seems to be metal decking, almost like what you would see in a, like a dwarven mine or a, or a gnome contraption, like if you've ever been in one of those before. But these, these growths are growing on top of it. And I think we're going to move the camera back into the future as Zelfe's, um Gon and Mishan stand on the edge of this this kind of rent in the side of the ship. The the floor is at about 45 degrees. On your left are these broken open pods. On your right is this pool of green liquid. And from the pods come these kind of strings that are kind of almost been ripped out of the wall and the ceiling and it heads up to another hole in the ceiling. Uh, yes, yeah, so Michelle, what you definitely weren't like actively trying to commune with anything like, have you an idea of why this crashed to the earth? I, I, I have no idea. You're the ones that told me about this thing. I, I, I mean, I saw the comet, the shooting star, but, you know, when you, you talked sense, about... It made sense, though, you buddy. You said it made sense. And can we do an insight again to see if he's... Get fingers to the eyes and look at me. Yeah, 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 absolutely. You can both do me insight roll. I, I think probably self is you can do the insight roll because you're the one asking the questions. That's, that's oh, that one. may have been a mistake. Oh, no, I've plus three. Okay. Uh, ooh, 15 total. 15 okay well i'm gonna gonna make a roll as well um because <laughs> because he's 100 percent genuine because <laughs> he's a trustworthy person because he's a trustworthy person never trust he, religious he, folks as he, my... he doesn't your roles today it's making they're, they're so easy really for well, us. yeah so he looks really manic for a second and he looks at you both and goes i just i've just right i dreamt of all this it was, a, it was a dream. I knew the comet was there. And as soon as Graham passed out, I knew that it was linked to my dream. And I know that there's something here of value to Icewind Dale. I know it. And I'm sure it's over those pods, those things there. 
Right. What was your dream? I don't think that's important right now. It's a very good question. I think, like, I mean, no. Anything? Any insights? No. All, <laughs> all I know is this, this has fallen from another dimension, and there's something in it which is really important for us. Okay. It's trapped okay. here. I'm 100% on board, buddy. Look, we can... He's still looking really manic. Like, I don't trust this guy at all. We can do this, and I have just a scientific device for this, all right? I'm also going into your accent. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Zalfiz. There we go. Um, look, I have the perfect scientific device for this. It, 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 we need your help. I think there's something to do with these weird wiry cable things. Might be the secret to this item that can save Icewind Dale. I have this scientific probe. I'm going to hand him my extendable collapsing pole um, arrow that I made. Look, this is this is for scientific research. It's got a pointy end. If you're in trouble, you stab things with it. N bad things, not us. Look at me. All right. You press this button, it'll extend. South is, you've already tried <laughs> to sell me this seven times. It's like whenever I meet you, you try and send me this extendable. I don't know why you think that I would want an extendable pot. And they're, they're over there, like they're 20 feet over there. It wouldn't help me anyway. And I'm not an artificer. Like, exactly. You I mean, are, I'll, come, you, I'll come with you. Like, I'll help you. I'll help you get You are her. not an artificer. Maybe... You are not crucial to this mission, but you can help. You can be a big key part. And when we tell the story of how we saved Isu and Dale, this is your story. This is your moment. The books, okay. the bards, they'll make it huge. All you do is press okay. that button and just, you know, probe around those areas and see if you can find this item. Uh, I'm going to step back like eight feet. <laughs> An encouraging eight feet, though. You can, you can do it, buddy. This is your moment. Okay, so he, he presses the button and it, it extends 10 feet and he looks really confused and he sort of like starts like clambering and it's quite difficult. As I said, it's like 45 degrees at an angle. So he's got one hand on the floor to his left and one hand holding out the pole and he starts like clambering you over towards the pots. <laughs> and, he get, and he gets there and he goes, right, I'm here. Come on. I thought I thought you dreamed of this magic item. Like, just just poke some of the things. Like, no, it's in the ship. I I just need you to. I don't know what these pods are. Come and have a look. I guess we're gonna walk over really reluctantly. God damn it. Yeah, I'll like clamber in, and I've got Graham with me, so this is kind of awkward for Gone. Graham is probably could very well slip and fall into that green acid goo. <laughs> anyway, we move towards. I move towards the pods. Okay, that. so I mean, self is. Do you want to give me an arcana roll to see if you can determine anything about these? Pods? I would love to. Again with a plus three. Ooh, I'm very distracted by this manic religious nut kook who's dreaming of different dimensions. And I got an eight. Okay, I mean, you... hold on. Is this a is this a technology or a magic yes. item? I have advantage yes. as a gnome. Nice. My gnome cunning, I think it is. So I got a 14 total. So you've not come across anything specifically like this, but you're kind of looking at it, and then you're looking that it, the tubes are dripping black goo. And you think this is trying, this is something for implanting. Like, it's, it, that's what it is. You'd think there'd be someone in these pods, and these are for implanting eggs or implanting goo or... Like, it's really quite unpleasant. But you also determine with that role that whatever the source of this black goo is, is in the room above you through this hole in the ceiling. How big is the hole? It's, it's, it's big enough for you to get through. But it's, it's kind of rent and sharp, so it's not necessarily going to be an easy or safe climb. You also notice, Selfies, that beneath the chitinous walls, there's something very familiar. You think the walls themselves are of gnomish construction. Not the kind of the growths, but whatever's underneath them. If you've ever visited Lantern or you've ever been part of the big kind of communes of artifices, this looks like one of their devices. Uh, Gun, I, I think this ship was or is like a gnomish kind of artificial creation. I, I've never seen one in myself, but like in my studies in Mirabar, I always dreamed of seeing one of these. But there's something like growing on it, like these weird tendrils are... It's like stuff in nature. It's to, like, infect or inject this goo into someone. Like our friend here. And he knocks on Graham's head. <laughs> uh, I've never seen anything like this anyway. Um, what, you, you said the ship could, could be gnomish, but this 
this growth on it. What have you ever seen anything like this? I'm assuming you haven't, but where could this have come from? Uh, I, I guess we got it like cuckoo for cocoa puffs over there says it's from a different dimension so i guess that's what we're going with that's my leading theory at the moment it came from the sky um look I, up, it looks like this black goo dripping is coming from upstairs like if we can get up there maybe there's a way to re a, a machine that can reverse whatever has happened to our colleague in nature and it's usually whatever causes the illness can often heal it too so yeah i mean that makes sense and if worse comes to worse if it looks like it's going south like, the practical thing is we just kill Graham before it gets, like, tentacle heads, like, in Dugan's Hole. Like, that's always the practical decision. We're not there yet. <laughs> I don't know about killing him. Uh, you're not self is the practical. I, I make the practical calls. <laughs> I think that's probably a perfect point to move back to, to Graham and see how he's getting on Sorry, with the story. Curtin. I really wanted to put Graham back in the pod that he just got out of. <laughs> <laughs> so rude. Um... <laughs> So the two of you are in this this room that's filled with these chitinous growths. To one side is this closed sphincter, and you've tried to find other exits, although you're not sure. I prefer an iris, just saying. Anyway, I, I, let's go back to iris. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, um, I, I, I don't really see any other options out here, so I, I, I guess maybe we should try and open up that door and see if there's anything left yeah. of uh, our buddy there. So... Um... Yeah, I think that's a brilliant idea. Right. So um, I, I just run over to the door and I just basically try and, like, I'm guessing it's the center. Is it, is it organic matter or is it metal? It's very much organic matter. Okay, so I'm just going to stab into the middle with a dagger. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to also put flame on it because hopefully if it's anything like real flesh, it'll go, recoil ooh. from, yeah. you know, being injured. Yeah, it, it absolutely does. There's almost like this kind of chittering hiss, this low hum, this vibrate. As you kind of stab into it, it's like a scream, but in a whole different level of volume, different level of frequency that you can't hear. And it arcs open. And before you are three dead maggoty creatures and this kind of pool of milky goo around them and a corridor heading off into darkness. Now we've been working with Lee for quite a while. Um, I just want it's. Been, I, didn't, I never thought he had it in him. He was such a nice fellow. What did you just betray us? Yeah. No, this is all very, very odd. Yes. Um, you know, but maybe he's having an off day. But I, I mean, I do appreciate he's certainly done his job, which makes our job easier. So maybe we should just follow a couple minutes behind. Absolutely. Wherever he that goes. That way we can and... avoid any form of um, combat. Yeah. yeah. Bing bong, we're out of here. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, let's go. So we're gonna like try and I'm gonna look <laughs> to see. <laughs> just basically trying to track like did, did he go uh, did you say it was like uh, at the end of this corridor it goes left and right and it disappears into darkness but as you're kind of moving your way along and it's kind of like moving down like a throat you see the inside of a throat on a camera like it's it's ridged um and you pass by so there's an intersection that does go left right but also straight on but next to the intersection are these pink crystals that grow out of the wall and they seem completely out of place for the ship that you've seen but growing into them are these tendrils um let's not do anything with that i want to <laughs> look down all of the hallways and see if there's any sign of a uh, bloodshed or milky fluid or goo in any direction <laughs> to indicate a way to go. So if you're spotting down the corridor, that's going to be a perception. If you want to kind of examine the floor for a blood trail or a milky goo trail, that'd be investigation, so you can choose. <laughs> okay, uh, my perception is slightly better, so I shall do that. Um, oh, okay, so a 15 on the die will get me a 17 total. At the far end of the corridor, there is another one of these irises. The corridor to your left goes down, and it's got kind of a slope, and you think it's going to be spiralling round to the left, and the corridor to your right is spiralling up, and so it's going to another level above you. As you make that roll, as you're kind of peering down, there's this huge kind of, like, explosion from in front of you, from behind whatever that door is, mm. and the whole ship, kind of like judders and begins to tilt to the side and you feel yourself kind of falling over in that direction and 
although it's not an alarm, this kind of low hum reaches a whole other frequency, like the entire ship is in pain, and then it rocks past in the other direction, and the iris ahead kind of opens, and you can see ahead that Lee, <laughs> you see him running across the room in the distance, it, kind of this sort of flashing red fiery light, and then it closes again, blocking him from sight. So I say we give him about two minutes, maybe three. Yeah, and then we and go then, in and there. Then yeah, that there. sounds like a good plan. <laughs> I watch. <laughs> Look at what we just like fist bump real quick. One. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> we got this. <laughs> That's Lee's job. He's the he's the front man. <laughs> are you going to run down the corridor? Are you walking down the corridor? How how are you? Uh, casual walk, I think. <laughs> yeah, we have two minutes, stroll. so casual <laughs> stroll. Uh, so as, as you do, the ship rocks again to the other side. Ooh. I'm going to need oh both God. of you to give me a dexterity saving throw. So let's start with Strawberry. <laughs> this ship doesn't seem very stable. Absolutely not. I hope we're not flying anywhere. <laughs> um, okay, so 11 on the die. Uh, so that'll be a 14. To You're fine. You managed to keep your feet. You kind of reach your hand Ooh. out to the side. So Graham. Oh. Same deal. All right, 18 then. It's wow. Right. Okay. Yeah. You have. You, you don't even. You just kind of like stroll up onto the wall for a minute. So you just like walk. You've got your space legs. I have my my inception yeah. moment. It's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we've been at and out late after a few drinks many times. This is fine. Nice. This is all fine. Okay. So the you reach the door. And it's kind of like irising open and closed. And so partly it kind of opens the whole way and then shuts again really quickly. And you're given this glimpse and you can see that Lee is causing chaos. He's got these kind of glowing gloves and he's like thumping them into the wall. And every time he thumps into the wall, it kind of rips them open and these like black tubes pour out, spraying this milky liquid everywhere. And then he's kind of like laughing and then going on to the next place and thumping that. He, he's just causing chaos. He is insane. He's like 20 feet yeah. away from you at this moment. Um, do there seem to be any other doors or exits out of the room in front of us, or is he just like in a room causing mayhem? It's a really, it's quite a long, wide room, a bit like the one that you started in. Um, and for a moment, you kind of notice things that look like those pods, although they're slightly different. They look more like they're made of bone. But it keeps on closing, so you, you can't really see any more unless you, unless you either want to give me like a, a perception wall as it opens or if you want to enter the room. Uh, no, look at you, Graham. Um, I think um, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go into the room, I think. This is my... Okay. <laughs> so right. you stay out here, and um, if, if, you, if it sounds bad, run away. It <laughs> sounds good, run away. Okay, so I'm going to need an acrobatics as you, because these things are opening and shutting and opening yeah. and shutting. When it shuts, it kind of shuts with quite a quite a lot of force. Yeah, yeah. So well, I'm going to need an acrobatics roll to get through it. Okay, here Ooh. we go. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a natural one. Oh, boy. Plus five, so I get six. <laughs> well, a, a one is a one, unfortunately. So as you leap Ooh. through and you realize you've mistimed it and it descends towards you, let's move the camera over to... Oh, oh you're a bad man. Face. You're a bad man. Has Graham, has Graham <laughs> inherited Don's luck? <laughs> so um, I, I believe, Ooh. if I'm right in saying, were you trying to get into the room above? Um, Garn is basically taking Zalfiz's lead at this stage because Garn is, this is so out of what he's used to because this is nothing natural, this is nothing of our world. So, so Garn, we, we've got two options. Either we climb up through that jaggedy metal, you know, explosion hole, which could cut us, inject us with weird oily chaos juice. Uh, or we explore the ship some more, find out how it crashed, maybe, or find the door to the next level. Just push on through this building. And uh, Milshan, or however you say his name, he can... Mishan, he's your friend. You've known him for a while. He's my landlord. I him. pay him money. He's not my friend. I get real friends. I'm, I'm, I'm right <laughs> here, you know. I can hear everything you say. And look, the rent will be with you next week, Milshan. Jeez, get off my back. <laughs> you said that last week. <laughs> Well, I mean, there's those doors down there, and he points to the pool. The door, oh, so the door is submerged in the pool. But if you want to have a search for other doors, you absolutely can. If you want to give me a, a perception roll, or if you want to kind of actually kind of start really kind of looking at the walls in, in, in detail. Yeah, I think Zalfi's natural instinct would be to search for doors that don't kill him. Yeah. I'm gonna, can we both roll, or do you just want Zalfi's to do it? 
Uh, let's let's say Zalfit. Plus three. I got an eighteen. Wow. Okay. So you absolutely do notice that on the wall directly ahead of you is another one of these iris doors. I'm not going to say sphincter. That's all I can think of. <laughs> Thank you, Celeste. Thank you, Twitch chat. <laughs> I'm sorry I did that. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm so Welcome, hi, thanks for having me, Sphincter. Well, you're not the one getting killed by one. <laughs> um, but it kind of looks like half-grown, like it's not, like the other one looks like it's intentional, like it's really, it's like a perfect circle and the folds of the membrane look neat, whereas this looks like it's like half in the wall, half out half of the wall. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> what? What are you thinking? Yeah, yeah no, that's perfect. <laughs> No, it's, um, it, it, it just looks like it's kind of grown badly, like it looks almost cancerous. Oof. Uh, can wounds? No. <laughs> um. Look, look uh, I, have, I have an idea on how to do this without, like, extended poles or do something safe. Uh, let me throw oh, a thing. Whatever you're doing, you need to do it quickly. And he points where, 50 feet behind you, where, like, three of these maggoty things are kind of, like coming through the door is there is there a button like to act, is there a visual way to activate the door no there doesn't seem to be uh, Gon just go over and just hit it with his club <laughs> yes you can what's Gon's strength um, for Gun, science well he, he cast <laughs> sh- uh, he cast Shillelagh on the club before he he okay. hits so it's it's a uh, magic modifier so it's a plus five Okay, so you don't have to roll. So your club just basically tears through this, like, diseased flesh. And it just, this sort of, like, black, not black liquid like you, you, that you've seen in the thing. This is more like kind of diseased milk. Like, if you say off milk, it's sort of pouring from the, the wrens that you've made. And you see behind it a really strange room because it doesn't appear like the room that you've been in where it's just kind of like this flesh has grown over it this actually looks like a metal corridor um leading maybe only about 15 foot down and the corridor is low like only five foot high oh christ and at the end there is a door which is um rather than like uh, an iris it's got like it's quite steampunk it feels like there's like a, a handle that you can turn that would open it um, like and Zelf is, you recognize this absolutely as lantern construction. So there's an island of lantern in the far south Forgotten Realms where gnomes and uh, priests of Gond, I believe, they create these amazing wonders. And I imagine that as an artificer, you've either been there, maybe as part of your apprenticeship, or you've read books um, of this place. And this lo- absolutely looks like that. I, I was I was right, Gon. It is it is an enormous creation. Look look at this uh, as he's walking up to behind Gon. Like look at this metalwork. There's no no race on uh, anywhere in the Forgotten Realms that could do this kind of work. Um, well, don't don't get too excited. It's amazing. Well, <laughs> give me something to work with, baby uh, buddy. <laughs> um, well, do you know how to how to operate whatever kind of I guess machinery this is? Uh, yes, theoretically, 100% know how to operate this. Well, then, do but you want to lead the way? This is crashing to the ground, but we'll see if I can fly, I guess. Uh, yeah, I'm going to, like, excitedly... Uh, excited and cautiously skip down the corridor <laughs> to try and open up this bulkhead. I've been in a joke game before. John is, yeah, just, like, hunched over because he can't stand up to full height in here because it's just eight foot. <laughs> he's, like, a bit older than that, and he's just carrying Graham, too. <laughs> So you make your way down and you, the door opens at the end into a circular chamber and in the centre are these pink crystals growing out of the floor. Now you recognise them these as memory crystals. You've only ever seen one that's only maybe an inch long and into it you can pile in like a person's entire life can be held in here like it can hold immense amounts of information and data and they can also be used to create some really intricate items but you've just never seen anything like this Um, and you also know that you can interact with it and it can be used to control things but unfortunately there's a rend in the floor where these tentacles, these tendrils have come up and they've begun to kind of embed themselves into the memory crystals themselves. And you can see these black strands in amongst the glowing pink. Mm. Uh, any idea what to do here? 
I, well, I, I have one idea, first of all. Uh, those weird creepy things keep following us, so maybe we'll do this first. Zelf is going to turn around, take out his multi-tool. The little screwdriver is going to pop down, the kind of little pipette's going to come out, and I'm going to cast grease behind us in the corridor. And I'm assuming Miss Shan is with us, is he? Yeah, yeah. So, like, kind of at where the, the sphincter door was, sorry, the iris door was. <laughs> I'm going to cast it around <laughs> that entrance. It's where it narrows to the, the five feet in width, and just cast grease there. So, look, that should slow, that should slow down um, our little friends. Uh, this is these are mind crystals that they're used to make crazy gnome stuff is the simplest way to tell you Gunt. Uh, they can like store all of the seasons of Game of Thrones <laughs> in fact do you want to give me uh, intelligence roll like um, it can be arcana as well and because it's sort of gnomish you can roll with advantage hey so plus three to any of those oh, yeah. we'll take a crit on the, wow. we'll take crit the first one okay. the second one with a 20 you have heard of this thing before this is the helm of a spell jamming vessel this is the heart of the vessel itself. This is what controls it, it allows it to fly, and it can also be used to interact with any other memory crystal within the entire ship, and you can transport yourself there using it. So look, these are these are basically magic crystals that do everything. They control the ship, they can communicate to other rooms, you can move through the crystals somehow to the other rooms. In theory, it's, it's, it's very cool stuff. How how do they react to heat? Uh, they're probably crystals. They're probably fine. But like, why okay. are you thinking gun? Um, like, yeah. Uh, I wanted to uh, try to burn the tentacles off of them with. Oh, that's not a bad idea. That's not better than what I was thinking. You were thinking the the tentacles are actually <laughs> inside them. They've somehow kind of actually integrated with them themselves. I'd still like to cast bonfire on one of them to see if they if anything happens. Oh, if we if we nuke this building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every like, alarms go off, sirens this time, not a humming. <laughs> okay, so as you do, the there's kind of like a screech from the whole ship, and there's kind of a rumble from inside. But they and and they do seem to like burn and melt under your fire and your flame, but they they still seem to be embedded within the crystal. Before we change camera, Zelfis, do you want to interact with these crystals at all? Uh, good idea. You definitely should. Do it. Yeah. Do um, it. <laughs> look, Gan. Um, if if anything happens, if I look like I'm in trouble, if any of those tentacles move towards me, I want you to remove my hand from this crystal anyway. Like whatever you need to do. Like first, try and pull me off. Like don't don't go straight for the shalala. <laughs> but after that, <laughs> wait. Put, let me rephrase that. First, try and remove my hand. Okay. I'll make uh, sure you're safe. I, I will. is going to walk up and put his hand to it. First science, I guess. I don't know if I am the brains. Okay. Does does Zalfiz have a surname? Uh, the practical. The practical. But, I mean, does he have a does he have a family <laughs> name? Or is, is he is he from the practical family? <laughs> no, the he's, practical like family. he's like he's like Madonna. The, the practical. practical. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, so as soon as you touch it, you hear this um, melodic voice in in your head go. Zalf is the practical. Welcome. What do you wish to know? Um, how to fix all of this? Unfortunately, that is not in my understanding. What do you wish to know? How can you help me? Slash reboot. What have we got? <laughs> help, Graham. So while you can while you consider this and you interact with this strange voice of the spell jamming hell, let's move back. <laughs> <laughs> Control of the uh, <laughs> As the, uh, let's call it a sphincter. As the sphincter descends <laughs> upon you. Um, Strawberry, I'll give Strawberry one action if you wish to take it. Yes, yes. I want to try and pull, uh, pull Graham out of the door just in time. Or maybe, oh, no. Instead, I want to try and do what I did before because the fire seemed to make the door react. So I want to, like, get in, like, maybe right on top of where Graham is and just burn it mm -hmm. real quick so I can subvert the timing enough to grab <laughs> like as you jump uh, in, Graham back. As you jump in, we look at each other like, here we are again. <laughs> <laughs> what a world. Just another Tuesday. What's it? <laughs> Okay, so I feel there's a role here. So you can either do this with a straight damage roll, or it might be more fun to do it as like uh, something like a dexterity, like a slight hand. Slight of yeah, hand? Let's do that. Yeah. Um, okay, let's do slight of hand. Oh boy. All right. Da -da -da -da. Let's not. <laughs> Natural 20. Yeah. Uh, so that's 25 altogether. So what would you like to happen? 
<laughs> yeah, so I guess, um, hmm. So, because we're trying to get through the door, so I guess I'll, like, jump because I see that Grandma's about to get, like, crunched by the door, so I'll kind of, like, throw my body on top of it, I think, and it's, like, slow motion. I, like, send up the fire as we tumble <laughs> and, like, roll inside this door here. So the door, like, you know, pulls back for just a moment, giving us that window and closes right behind us as we slide into the, the side nice. where our friend is raising hell. <laughs> okay, so now that you're um, kind of in this room, the entire wall to your right, you realize is like a membrane and it's completely see-through. And you see below you, thousands of feet below you are the mountains of the spine of the world. There's kind of like, like it's not a seat, but that's the only way you could possibly describe it, facing this membrane. And these crystals are on either side of it, these glowing pink crystals that have kind of been infused with this black tendrils, or it's more the, the kind of growths that you see on the walls. Um, behind them are these pods, these like chitinous pods. And Lee is just causing chaos. And he's like, you infect me with black goo, will you? And he like slams his head into the wall and rips out a load of these pipes. And then the ship screams as it does so. And it begins to kind of judder and you feel yourself flung to one side. Um, and as you do, I need you to both make me dexterity save throws. Oh, you know, Strawberry, I, I don't think, um, um, I don't think we should be hiring him ever again. No, no, no! This is uh, this is absolutely despicable behavior. I think he needs some anger oh management or something. Um, Whoops! You too. You too. <laughs> oh gosh! Uh, so what did you get, mm. Graham? Um, I've I've rolled a two. Okay, that's that's mm. that's I, good. Uh, strawberry. I I rolled a five, so that will be put me on an eight. You're total. not successful, uh, criminals, are you? Well, well, well I, you know what? I saved him from getting shoved in a sphincter, yes. so I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> I thought I sent you here often. <laughs> okay, so I think the way we're going to do this is, <laughs> Graham, you fly across the room first and you kind of trip and you fall into one of these pods, these kind of like egg-shaped things. And as you hit the back wall, it just goes... <laughs> and closes oh. on you but it's, it's not got like a wall or anything it just goes and then it just drops and you have gone out of sight and you see um strawberry that there's just this kind of hole in front of you um where looking straight down upon i guess icewind dale and graham's pod is just falling down towards it um oh on your five you kind of you fall towards the other pod and it just you touch it, but you don't fall into it. It just falls down as well, leaving only oh one God. more pod. And you're now facing off against Lee, and he's like, an escape. And his hands are just like dripping in black goo. Move aside, Strawberry. I don't want to hurt you more than I have to. Oh, hell no. And I'm going to blast off like a guiding bolt and try to kill this guy because I am getting in this pod. <laughs> nice, let's roll for initiative. <laughs> Oh my god. Ah, I'm not going. You. No. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, okay, so I got a 13, uh, which will put me at a 16. Okay, so he Total. rolls a 20. No! For his initiative, so he absolutely goes first. So he charges towards you and he kind of like slams his wrists together again as he gets closer, and there's this kind of boom. Um, and you are kind of thrown off your feet. I need to make me a dexterity saving throw. Oh my gosh, okay. I'm so scared. I don't want Strawberry to die. It's like I'm a one shot guest or something, <laughs> and I fear for my life. Um, oh no. <laughs> all right, that's only a 10. Okay, so you fail, so you are blown off your feet. You fly back 10 feet and you take 2d8 damage. So that's a 7 and a 7, so that's 14 damage. Oh my god. And Lee jumps into the other pod. <gasps> Rude. And disappears from sight. Oh, what a jerk. Oh no. 
No. I'll get you, Lee, one day. <laughs> you have not seen the last of Strawberry Fields. <laughs> I yelled down the hall. Did she become the Emperor of Star Wars? Strawberry Fields forever. <laughs> As, and I guess, I mean, what do you want to do? You've probably got like a minutes, if, if, if that, before this ship crashes into the mountains, you can see through this this open window, or this this, it's not, this membrane in front of you, where you're heading. F, okay. Um, uh, so right now, am I at a point where if I dropped out of the hole, I would potentially land in snow instead of mountain, or am I like, there were just mountains um, below me? You possibly would, but you'd probably be traveling at about 200 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. All right. Then, um, then I'm going to maybe you get a hang glider out of metal. <laughs> so I guess maybe then to try and survive this fall. I don't think I don't think falling is gonna do it for me. But I'm gonna run back into the room like where all these weird pods were before, and actually I think try and get back in one because if it's suspended in like a liquid sack, then I think maybe Strawberry thinks that might be the only way they can survive such a big fall. Well, well physics just as you that. do, you hear because you're a priest, aren't you, priest of Timora? I am. Yeah. You have this inkling that there is a way to survive it, but it would be on the flick of a coin. And your only chance is going to be in the chair on the bridge. Okay. Uh, all right, lady. <laughs> We're, we always play for keeps. And I'm going to go ahead and um, sit, sit my little buns in that chair. So the chair, as it said, it's got these two pink crystals on either side and you touch them and you feel this overwhelming force blast into you. Um, and I need you to give me a constitution save. Okay. This is fine. All right. Uh... Oh, no! <laughs> That's a three! <laughs> so you are sucked into the crystals and you are gone as the ship crashes into the mountains. Zalfiz, you are communing with a memory crystal and you can hear this confused voice, like whatever its kind of memory banks are have been like horrendously damaged. Although you do think it does know things. What do you want to ask it? Can you play your last entry? So you hear, you kind of hear this, this gibberish and you, it's, it's unknown to you. You don't, this language doesn't, doesn't resonate in any way. It doesn't even feel like a spoken language. It feels like a, a mental telepathic language and you just can't, it hurts as it's trying to play back whatever the crew spoke into it. But you suddenly hear this voice this kind of like low male, sort of high male voice, <laughs> and it's screaming for help. Uh, hey, hey, is somebody there? Hey, hey, let me out. This isn't funny. Uh, um, hello, hello, ship. My name is Azalfiz the Practical. Who am I speaking with, please? Uh, my name is not Ship, it's Strawberry Fields. Excuse me. Uh, you're, you're excused. Uh, uh, how. how why would they call a ship Strawberry Fields? And how can you help me? We need to we need to try and uh, fix this problem. I'm sorry. Okay, no, no, I'm not a ship. I'm a halfling. And my name is Strawberry Fields. And I woke up and I was in some kind of goo tank. And then you know the ship was crashing down. And so my god was like, "Oh, sit in the chair. Maybe you'll survive." I don't know if that happened. I guess I'm technically still here, but it's very weird. I can't feel anything. So if you could get me out of wherever <laughs> I am, that would be super duper. Oh, uh, oh, okay. Um, right. Well, okay. There's a lot to process. Gone. Um, there's, there's, yeah, th yeah, no, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm here. I'm here. I, I don't think I'm going anywhere. So you're, so, you're you know. trapped inside. Your god told you to get there. You're a half. Nice, nice to meet you. Um, so out here is pretty much a horror show. The ship has crashed to, into the planet. Um, there's goo and slug things everywhere. Any, any idea how to, how to fix this? Um. So, Zalfiz, you actually think you know how to do this. Hmm. So you can absolutely manifest Strawberry into the room because one of the powers of the memory crystal is to teleport people around there and you just you can just do it. You know how it works. 
Oh, uh, uh, hold on. Uh, you, you are. So you're not uh, a program or you're an actual being, right? Uh, last time I checked, yes. But weird question, but okay. <laughs> I mean, it, it, look, it, it's, it's not every day you talk to a crystal being, but okay, look, let me try a thing. I'm gonna, I, in theory, I know how to work this. It, it's a long time since college, but let's see if I can remember how to do this. And I'm gonna try and um... Arcana her out. I guess what? Yeah, uh, you could absolutely cast Arcana to get her out. And this is a magical item, so I get advantage, right? Yeah. Cool. Is all this happening, like, out loud, or is it in his head? Oh, God, sorry. No, no, he, he's, like, like eyes rolled okay. back. Mm -hmm. So, first one was 17. Second one was 18. Nice. So that, that that's absolutely good enough. And, and Strawberry materializes oh. next to oh, you. Oh, my God. Now, Ooh. Strawberry, you have been stuck in this ship for three ten days and you've oh navigated God. your way around it you've managed to communicate with it and you know what it was up to it had been traveling from the plane of limbo where it had been dealing with the slards these horrendous beings of chaos because the alien creatures that ran the ship wanted to experiment to see how slard tadpoles interfere with different alien races so it was traveling the planes capturing people and implanting them with chaos to see uh, you know what happens i guess but there is a room in this ship where the, these experiments take place and if there is a cure that is where that would be yeah uh so strawberry will you know kind of like look down at themselves and be oh my god this is this is so much better thank you uh and then i'm just gonna explain all of god, this in god like a very like, without <laughs> And I don't breathe or like take breaks. I just string all of this information together because it feels so good to be talking again. Oh God, don't don't be rude to our guest. This fellow um, survived the crash by becoming a crystal person, and they're now a person person. Yeah. Uh, night. Yeah, and it's great. It's so <laughs> nice, nice to meet, to meet you. you. Oh, what happened to Graham? Oh, you know Graham? Did he make it he's, out? He's lay down there. He's over my shoulder. He's like. <laughs> oh my God, Graham! Uh, he does not look no. well. <laughs> Perhaps we should get him to that room. I don't. I. I don't know. I mean, I ate a ton of the the black goo and I'm fine, but I don't know if it's because I was in a crystal. Okay, hold, hold, so you know. Hold up. Hold up. I mean, uh, chop, everything you said makes sense, but how do you know Graham? That's oh, your. Well, I just well, don't we, know we've if been that's partners. important right now, Zafis. I think we should. <laughs> I was about to say, we have like 15 minutes left. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me your life story. We've been partners Where forever. You it's fine. Where'd you grow up? What'd you do for life? Funny story. <laughs> so you can absolutely do this, Zafis. You can teleport everyone there if you wish to. Okay, look, guys, um, uh, Miss Sean, you're going to stay here and guard the door. It's real important. None of those little creepy guys get in. If you want to hang out with them, you hang out with them. But you're staying here, the rest of us. Oh, oh no. Oh, absolutely not. No, if, if I'm if everyone's going, I'm going too. I need to. And in fact, I might be able to use maybe a spell or something to make it work better. Oh, let's let's definitely, not, let's definitely not do that because you're not a gnome. <laughs> I think um, let's trust Zalfis on this, Miss Sean, and... Um... Let's just, let's go. Because I'm the brains. We trust the brains. You're the priest <laughs> landlord. If we need a bed turned down or a prayer said, we call you. <laughs> so look, everybody just, just ha grab each other's hands. And I'm going to put my hand in the crystal. And can I try and teleport everyone but Milshan? Mishan, how many times can you get it wrong? <laughs> so that, so you can, but that, that, that will require a roll because he is going to try and grab on to one of you as you go by and i think he's probably going to try and grab on to gone because in fact i think he's probably just going to jump on you <laughs> he's going to jump on graham he's just going to, he's going to jump on you uh so what i need from you is an opposed acrobatics or athletics if you want to throw him off you can use that uh athletics all right uh acrobatics or athletics uh they're both plus one so it doesn't matter what uh, you rolled a 10 I, I can beat a 10 can't i i haven't rolled anything that was me I was sorry mistake, oh. mistake, that was me. all right i rolled a 19 plus 1. I rolled a dirty 20. And he rolled, he rolled a half one. Oh. Just, he just jumps, just just jumps, jumps and face plants the crystal. And he, <laughs> so he like completely mistimes this. So he basically crashes into the crystal as you kind oh, of just materialize yeah. away. And, and you Bye, are teleported to this, this experimentation room. There, there, it is not straightforward on how to cure um, to Graham, but I guess using Strawberry Fields' knowledge and 
your knowledge as an artificer, you're able to cobble together some sort of what you believe to be a cure and you inject it into Graham, who obviously can't can't stop you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Curran, I do need a constitution roll as this alien infusion is injected into you. Don't roll a two or a one again. Yep. I'm going to cast Guidance on you, so add a d4 <laughs> to your roll. In the Oh, so yeah. Constitution, um, so probably do you have a plus on that at all? Plus one, so that's... So plus one and plus five, that's uh, what? 16 against 12? Uh, if you wanted to do the guidance as well, you can add uh, oh. plus... So you got plus four. What was that? 14. Plus four. Plus, okay, yeah, so 14. Wow, okay, so Graham opens his eyes and at first they're completely black and then that blackness just fades away and he looks up at you and he seems I to be fine he seems <laughs> I knew it, the cure to chaos juice is the most boring juice known to men mayonnaise <laughs> <laughs> mayonnaise is not boring I've done it, I'm a genius <laughs> oh, mayonnaise is not a juice for the last time <laughs> My it's God. the juice of eggs <laughs> so um Graham lifts himself up and then there's this kind of like rumble like this deep within the ship and you are aware that by taxing the memory crystals you have damaged the core absolutely terribly and you're kind of looking around and you do notice there are a number of strange tools these look very very odd they're almost like there's three of them and they almost look like a crossbow but without the bow on the end One's very, very long, and one, two of them look like little hand crossbows. Yeah, yoink, is that what we're saying? Who noticed this? We all did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, you can't. You, you don't really have an opportunity to, to explore the ship, so you can use the last of the ship's power to teleport yourself back to the nearest exit. Fellows, grab grab those tools. Like, I think it'll help our research to figure out what's happened here and to maybe... I, I don't know if one. Graham is Where fully cured. Oh, no. Graham. I absolutely have. Oh my god. Oh. Strawberry! Yes! You're back! Yeah! Graham! Hi! Wow, we didn't die! Isn't this amazing? It's so cold here. Where are we? I don't know what's happening. Right. We're gonna die. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, grab this stuff. Okay, let's go. Yeah. So, in a kind of Michael Bay style exit scene, <laughs> explosions everywhere as you're making your way out. There's an enormous explosion. You're all kind of blown off your feet and sent forward. <laughs> and you stagger out of the crater. And the dog sled is gone. Oh, that. And it takes a while to get back to Brinchander. Well, I, I transform into a bear. And I got a halfling and a gnome and a human. We get back pretty handy. (laughs) (laughs) We're small. (laughs) Sorry, Joe. (laughs) And at first you follow the the footsteps of the dog sled, but as the kind of wind blows across and snow falls, um, and I guess you maybe have a near close encounter with a white dragon that definitely is going to be appearing in a very... Very <laughs> upcoming episode. You arrive back at the temple and you discover that Mishan has been in the temple's medical wing for the entire time you were away because he was so badly hurt by an unseen assailant about a day before you left. He wasn't found until afterwards. Um, and he sort of tells the story of a shadowy figure. And he describes a very familiar character to Strawberry and Graham. He describes Lee. That good-for-nothing Lee. Never hiring him again. <laughs> Absolutely not. He's going on the no, blacklist. No. Very naughty. Yes. I have a question. Blacklist. Who is Lee? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Lee was a man we did a job with. He tried to double-cross us. And now, clearly, he's... Pretending to be people. Not nice. How? Okay. Venge- vengeance pack. <laughs> Not nice gotcha. at all. Vengeance pack. Classic vengeance pack. Yes. Yeah. 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 How, classic. Classic. How can he be people? 
Well, I think that is probably where we leave the story <laughs> yeah. for today. So we have a new a new antagonist. We have, well, a, a, a new possible white dragon exploring or, or battling it. with. In- <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. But next week, we will be heading to the Black Cabin to see if we actually can end the terrible winter that has been set the day or by the Frost Maiden. Um, you may have a chance next week, so please do join us. <laughs>